Be my source, be 
for a year of Wellspring Church. We thank you for the chance to begin on this project that you set in motion a year ago. And we're so grateful for the chance to to just be the church together. It is always a reminder of the importance of community when we gather. And so I'm so grateful uh, for your graciousness to me to let me lead this community for the last year. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for uh, the, the series we've gotten to study over this last year. I thank you that I got to preach through John. What a wonderful, wonderful word from you. Uh, thank you for spiritual warfare and the chance to walk through that topic. Lord, I just pray this next year would be even more fruitful, even more meaningful, even more uh, growth and, and glory to you this year than there was uh, the year before. Thank you for that the chance to be uh, together as Wellspring Church. We're grateful again tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, but I just wanted to recap some of these things that we've done this last year and talk about it. And really think, think about this last year. Uh, some of the things I said at the beginning I wanted to re reiterate and re-talk about. Um, and maybe, maybe I'll do some of my uh, famed encouragement. Yeah. Um, thank you guys. Every one of you around this room. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for the way you've contributed to this church. Over this last year, uh, we've had 57 different unique people come to Wellspring, which is kind of crazy to think about in the year of COVID. 57 different people who came, different faces who showed up at least once. Uh, that is wonderful to me. 
you know, uh, Monique's job now is, is actually calling churches. She calls churches every day to try and sell them a, a giving platform. And that's what she's doing. And so she talks to churches around the country and in certain parts of the world, but mostly around the United States. And it's always a reminder of how much churches are hurting right now. These are churches of 200, 300, down to 20, 30 people. And somehow uh, we're a church that started this year, two weeks before COVID hit, and we've had 57 different people come. What a miracle. Um, Greg, you were here this week, and this was so special. These are all just memorial stones that I want to talk about. This, this moment to look back and remember. But we prayed for Aaron's healing one week. And Aaron was healed. His shoulder pain, his back pain has, has not been persistent. Um, and that was really meaningful. That was a, that's a special sacred answer from God. Uh, that Aaron was healed. And we're grateful for that answer. And Aaron has not been in that, that level of pain, uh, that chronic pain sense that we have, have that I've heard of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Eli, Eli has progressed so far, and it was really hard this year, buddy, wasn't it? There were some tr- Sundays, like you remember, there were some Sundays that were really hard, huh? And you've come so far this year, buddy, when you learned how to go to school and go to church and all these things that are new. Um, so proud of you, buddy. Peyton, and the way she's been succeeding. And just her improvement, we started praying near the beginning of this year, uh, beginning of, of Wellspring, and we've seen improvement. Uh, we've, we've continued to stay up to date with, with Peyton, and we're so grateful for her improvement. Brent got his house. We prayed about that. Brent got his house. We prayed for Kendall, and just praised God that Kendall was enjoying coming to Sunday school. And we're still praying that, Kendall, as a church, that you just continue to love Jesus and love church. Yeah. We're so grateful you're here. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Monique got a job. We prayed for that for a long time. And her health with, with Sophia being born has been uh, all over the place with that. It was a kind of, it was a really precious birth, but the after the postpartum period has been hard for her. Uh, so we're grateful for that. Uh, we prayed for Aaron's friend Tyrell, yeah. uh, whose brother died this year. Um, and how heartbreaking that was. His brother died from, from cancer, and we've been from praying for him and his family. Here's one. Our leadership prayed that no one would get COVID. Not a single member of our church has gotten COVID. What a blessing. That is not the case for everyone, right? And, and we, you know, regardless of, of the politics, of the, whatever politics you may be bringing to that, that reality, we're grateful that God's protected our health. So thank you, God, for that. Um, one of our biggest prayers we prayed for six months six months uh, my dad Tyler and I have been the three elders of this church the kind of the board running it and we needed a fourth so that we can begin the process to apply for 501c3 you have to have four we, the reason you need to have three unrelated of course my dad and I are related make sure we're not stealing everything we got to have two unrelated board members and we prayed for six months for that and it was around that time that Aaron came and talked to us about uh feeling like he just felt connected to our church, felt connected to Wellspring, and felt like being at Wellspring brought him peace. It was an unbelievable answer to prayer that we needed. And so, hi baby, what's wrong? You want to come with daddy? And we prayed for that. We prayed for that for six months that Aaron would come, and we're so grateful that he's here. Uh, He has been an absolute blessing to have on our team. 
So now Aaron is our fourth elder. So we're looking forward this next year to, to getting 501c3 status. Thankfully, you're still tax-exempt if you're a church uh, for, for three years, basically. But um, we're, we're excited to move forward in that process and actually get the bylaws done and actually have uh, the things necessary to fully function the way you want to with the federal government. Uh, we got our articles done. That was to incorporate. That was really significant. Um, this space has been so significant for us. And I just want to say thank you to mom and dad again. I'm so grateful for this. Uh, I, I look back at those pictures of the rec center, and I was thankful for the time we were there. It was nice the few weeks we were there. Uh, it hasn't, it's nothing compared to what we've had here. The, the hominess, the intimacy, the ability to be together in a home is, is just vastly superior to being in a gymnasium, especially when we have 15 people. And it has been a, a blessing, I think, to everyone who's walked into the doors. I'm so grateful for that. We prayed for your, your cousin Landra's daughter-in-law who had se severe um, pregnancy problems. And, and she's 40 and pregnant and just having uh, her vision lost and some bleed in her brain, I think. And we prayed for that and the bleeding's gone down. Her vision's not fully restored, but we've been praying for that. Uh, Sophia's birth, Eli's birth was extremely traumatic. Sophia... Her birth being calm and easy was an unbelievable blessing to our family. We're so thankful to all of you who prayed for that. We prayed for Jake, Aaron's dog, who it looked like was kind of at the end there. And we prayed, and we know the Lord loves his creatures. We're so grateful we could pray for Jake, and Jake was healed. All of these things have been significant, significant moments. Uh, in the life of our church. And it's amazing for just a, a church that's one year old that we've had all these different experiences. That God has been uh, shaping this church to, to be prepared for what's going to come in the future. You know, one of the things Tyler said at one of our last meetings um, is he that he feels like the Lord's spoken to him that we're going to see a hundred new faces this year. And I, I believe that. I believe that's from the Lord. That we're going to see a hundred new people walk through this year. We're going to double what we saw last year. And I'm praying that to be true. I'm praying as the world continues to go forward and opens up, that we're going to see new faces. And I'm still waiting on Glenn's vision. <laughs> Glenn, for years, has told me I'm going to be preaching to 5,000 people. So Glenn needs to get, Glenn needs to get inviting people <laughs> so that we can make that a, a reality. <laughs> I, I'm grateful for all of you. So the last thing I wanted to do is just read this. I wrote this a year ago. Actually, I wrote it more than a year ago. I wrote it in December of 2019 when we were coming up with the idea of what Wellspring was going to be. And this was important to me because I, I, when I started a church, I wanted it to be some specific ideals that, that defined it. And this is what I wrote a year, uh, almost two years ago at this point. Well, a year and a half. I said, why Wellspring? I said, those who know me well know how important the concept of names are to me. Names are important because names are identity. We build our concept of ourselves around our name. So when it came time for me to think of a name for this church, I knew it would be an important decision. So why Wellspring? I think there are two major reasons for the name. The first is that the presence of the Holy Spirit in the church has always been central to what makes the church the church. The Holy Spirit is consistently connected to the imagery of water in the scriptures. During my studies, I had three separate theses, all surrounding the connection between the Holy Spirit and water in the Bible. 
This concept is very close to my heart. In Jeremiah 2, the Lord speaks about the evils his people have committed against him. The most heart-wrenching image in the passage relates the Lord to being a wellspring. The Hebrew word is most frequently translated as fountain. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, the wellspring of living waters, to hew for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. They've left God, the only source of living water, to make their own cisterns. How true is that of people, that we have forsaken him to make our own way, to make our own name. For those of us who are Christians, we've, we've found the wellspring. I said, what a tragic image. There's a wellspring of water to give sustenance and nourishment to God's people. But instead of drinking freely from it, they dig around in the muck to search for their own water and build their own wells. These wells that they have built cannot hold water and will never provide for them what they need. To me, that image is speaking about forsaking the presence of the living God in their midst, the Holy Spirit who dwelt among God's people. The remedy to forsaking God is to drink deeply from the wellspring of God's presence and to hear his voice in his word. The pursuit of hearing God's voice in the mean, and the means he has provided for us to hear him will always be central to what wellspring is about. We need God's presence and we need to hear his voice his revelation will always be indispensable for the life of the Christian. The second reason for the name Wellspring is the story of Jesus' encounter with the woman at the Wellspring, more commonly translated as well. But it shows up here in the New Testament as the same word that showed up in Jeremiah 2. John 4 is an exemplary story of Jesus' immense compassion and deep humanity. Jesus stops at a Wellspring in Samaria on his way to Galilee because he's exhausted from the journey. In the heat of the day, Jesus is thirsty and a Samaritan woman approaches to draw water from the well. He asks her for a drink and she is taken aback that a Jewish man would speak with a Samaritan like her. Jesus speaks to her about the water he has to offer. Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the waters I will give him shall never thirst. But the water that I give him will become in him a wellspring of water, springing up to eternal life. Later in the Gospel of John, the Gospel writer makes it clear that when Jesus spoke of the living water he had to offer, he was speaking of the Holy Spirit. What this means is that not only did this woman meet Jesus at a wellspring, but that she met Jesus who is the wellspring. She didn't realize until later that she was meeting the only man who could ever offer her eternal life. She meets the wellspring of living waters, Jesus the Christ. She has no idea how radically this one encounter with Jesus will change her life and transform the story of her pain and brokenness into the story of God's grace. I think this story is indicative of so many people in my generation. Like the Samaritan woman, we are going about living our life caught in our own shame and brokenness. She comes out alone to the wellspring in the heat of the day when no one else will be there so she won't have to have her pain and her vulnerability exposed to anyone. But Jesus sees through to the core of her suffering and in love identifies with it. And he offers her something better. My hope for Wellspring is that those are the kind of people who will want to come to be a part of this church. The broken, ashamed, and vulnerable kind. Maybe you've been broken by the world. Maybe you've been broken by your own choices. Maybe you've been broken by the church herself. That's my story. 
Despite that, I still believe that Christ made the church the answer for the world's problems and that his spirit still indwells it and transforms it. If you've been broken and are ashamed, you need an encounter with the wellspring of living waters. You need to meet Jesus. You are welcome at wellspring. That's what I wrote. And I think that to the extent that we've been able to in this crazy year, we've tried to live up to that. That the, the word of God would be central to everything we do and that broken people would be welcome and church broken people would be welcome. That they could find a home and a church that would love them despite their brokenness. That they would feel safe to share and know that there's people just like them here. And I think my story is a big part of that. So I'm grateful to have been able to, to lead this church for this last year. Thank you for all of you for being here. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, as we close tonight, uh, I just wanted to, to pray. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to have Tyler pray. But before we do that, I just wanted to do one thing. This is something we did uh, the first week of Wellspring. And I'm just going to play this song. And I want everyone to close their eyes. You don't have to sing along. So just close your eyes and, and pray in your heart as you think about this. But this song was very important to me, and we played it our first week at Wellspring because it was precious to me. Go ahead and close your eyes. We'll pray.
as a as uh, Jerry and Janice have been so faithful and in serving and loving the church, um, we thought uh, it would be good to, as um, as members of the board, we had decided to get them some things to um, help with things that uh, may have been broken and that. So um, we decided to. Uh, um, I, I may have broken one too, one of them too, but, but we decided to uh, um, just get some new chairs and that stuff for to replace some of the, the chairs that, that they have that they've had for um, for a while. Um, so um, so we yeah we went to get them and put them all together and without them knowing it, I guess. Hey, yes. I stuck them in. So, yeah. I so, today and we built them. Yeah. I thought they went and got a high chair. So, thank you guys for serving and blessing us thank with everything. You. That's and, very nice. Yeah. yeah, there are a few broken. Yeah, they look a lot better than the other. And we made sure we tighten everything, so at least at least I, at least we know that they they hold up us. So, thank you. Yeah. So yes. very nice. That's yeah. Nice. Thank you guys for opening your house. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank so grateful for thank you very much. The year the of appreciate. being here. Thank you. Yeah. It's been precious. It's been precious for thank us. You. Thank you. Uh, and then we've got one more. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Jeremy's been preaching and planning and doing all that for a year and has not taken a dime of compensation for it. Um, and unfortunately, as a small church, we don't have a huge budget to you know, give him a salary or anything like that, but we wanted to try and bless him um, because he's been so faithful to this church. He has led us. He's been our pastor. He's teached, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think I can speak for everyone in this room and say that, you know, we're so grateful that you are our pastor, and especially through this year, and being so welcoming to people when they didn't have other people to welcome them anywhere. Um, but yeah, we're just so thankful for, for everything you've done, all the work you've done, and so just we just have a little little something to give to give him to bless him. But um, just wanted to present that to to you from the board, from from all of us, and thank you. Um, yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Well, Tyler, why don't, why don't you go ahead and close us in a prayer? Sure. Yeah. Um, Lord, we are so, so grateful for everything you've done for us this year um, as we look back and celebrate um, the high points of this church and, and just getting to be here with all the people that um, we love and that we care about and... Uh, we're just so thankful for everything you've done for this church. And we pray that looking forward to the next year that you would continue to bless us and continue to um, just open doors for us, continue to uh, just give us the words to speak to people that maybe are hoping to find a church to come to, that um, this would be a place that would continue to be a welcoming environment and a home for people that um, maybe are lost or are hurt. Um, and Lord, I pray that you would um, put a special blessing on Jeremy and on on his family and on Jerry and Janice, who have been so gracious and so welcoming in their home, and for Jeremy and his family that have put in so much work into this church, that you would continue to bless them um, 
and bring bring people around them help, help all of us to be a blessing to them um, to continue to invest time into into their family so that um, you know we can help them through situations or or just give them support however we need however we can do that um, but yeah Lord I pray that you would just bless us bless this church in this year to come and um, just help us grow whether that be in numbers or in um, just our our knowledge of you and our understanding of you and your Bible and your word and um, however it is that you have us grow I pray that you would just bless this church and grow it um, and we, I pray for uh, the rest of this night and the rest of this week um, coming up that you would be with us help us enjoy each other's company and um, just remember that we are a special kind of family that we um, have each other and uh, Lord we thank you and pray all this in your precious name Amen, Amen. Amen. Amen.